What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Stock Bros Podcast. My name is Tony. Before we get started, please subscribe, leave a like, and leave a comment and let me know what you think about the video. Or if you're confused about anything that I talk about, let me know and I'll try to help clarify. Now, I want to let everybody know because we're going to be talking about a starter portfolio that I'm not recommending you purchase any of the specific ETFs in this video. You should always do your own research first. These are just ones that I like and I'll tell you why I like them. So got that out of the way, so let's get into it. So this is gonna be what I call a starter portfolio or the essentials, what I like to call it. Now this portfolio is we're going to build a balanced and diversified portfolio. That's the goal of this portfolio. And this portfolio aims to make investing as simple as possible for people that are having a hard time understanding or find investing confusing. And this will provide you with all the essentials, exposures to large cap, mid cap, small cap, international companies, and bonds. Now, this has five ETFs. Could make it very simple and do three ETFs and I'll explain that towards the end of this video. Now, every portfolio should have some large cap ETFs, some mid cap ETFs, some small cap, an international and some bonds. So number one, let's start with a large cap ETF. And one of the most well-known and famous <laughs> ETFs out there for large cap is SPY or VOO. So I pick VOO because VOO is one of my favorite. VOO is a large cap ETF. It's the S&P 500 ETF. So these are the top 500 companies in the U.S., and these are typically less risky companies. They're well established. They're the blue chippers. They're more financially secure. Um, they're companies that tend to have slower growth rates because they've already become large cap companies. They're already huge conglomerates. So this fund has 500 holdings and the expense ratio is 0.03. And that means for every $10,000 you have invested, it's going to cost you $3. And that's why I like to pick a lot of Vanguard ETFs because they're such low expense ratios. You don't even notice. They're built right into the price too, so you don't pay any fees. You'll, you won't even notice the fees. They're built right into it. So some of the top holdings in this fund are companies like Apple, Microsoft, Facebook, Tesla, Johnson & Johnson, Google, Amazon. So you can't really go wrong with any of those companies, right? Those are all great companies. So that's the first ETF, and that will be your largest ETF at about 30 to 40% of the fund. Now, the next one is mid-cap companies, VO, ETF VO. Now, this is another Vanguard fund. These are somewhat known companies. These are more high-risk companies, but there more there could be more growth potential as well. So that's why you want to invest in some mid cap and small cap companies because all the large cap companies at some point were small and mid cap companies. 
So there's a lot more room for high growth potential. So this, this ETF VO has 350 holdings and it has an expense ratio of 0.04. So 0.04 is only $4 for every $10,000 you have invested per year. Very cheap. Some of the well-known companies in this fund are Twitter, Chipotle, Roku, Pinterest, DocuSign, KLA, and many others. So that's the mid-cap one. That's number two. Number three is a small-cap ETF. VB is one I picked. And VB is another Vanguard one. Once again, very low expense ratio, 0 0.05. That's $5 for every $10,000 you have invested per year. And so small cap companies, they're younger companies. They might be just starting out. They're uh, much higher risk, but they have the potential for high, high rewards. And um, this, this fund has over 1,400 companies. And some of the top holdings or some of the well-known holdings in this fund are ADT, you got Abercrombie and Fitch, Plug Power is a popular one, Penn National Gaming, Generac Holdings, Caesars Entertainment. So those are some of the companies in the small cap holding. So you got your large cap, mid cap, small cap companies. These are three ETFs and this is all United States companies. These are U.S.-based companies. So to diversify and have a balanced portfolio, we're going to want to add international companies. And that's where VXUS comes into play. Now, the Vanguard Total International ETF is highly diversified and it's cheap. It's very cheap. And it's along the same lines of all these other ETFs very low expense ratio, and VXUS offers broad exposure to multiple international markets, and it seeks to track the top performing companies excluding, excluding the U.S. So this ETF is relatively stable, has a great track record, and it's an attractive dividend yield as well. So this won't have as high of a return as any of the U.S. ETFs, but you want to have it, you want to have exposure to companies outside the U.S. in order to have a nice balanced and diversified portfolio. So this will be a smaller percentage of your pie. Now, the last and last but not least, you're going to want to have some bond exposure to your portfolio as well. Now, bonds help provide some protections during market crashes, and bonds protect against deflation. The biggest risk to bonds over long term is inflation. And of course, that's always a risk, and we're going through some of that now. But bonds also help protect against deflation. Now, why is this important? Well, one of the reasons bonds tend to do so well during recessions is because of a deflation scenario in the economy. So when there's a recession or a market crash, typically interest rates will drop to help people out and help stabilize the economy. So bonds will go up. So when stocks are dropping, bonds are actually going up and it helps even out 
the effects of a market crash and it'll help stabilize your portfolio. So, you know, the, the rule of thumb for bonds is the 100 rule. And what this means is this gives you an idea of the percentages you might want to have in your portfolio. So if you're in your 30s, you might want to have 30% of your portfolio in bonds and then 70% in stocks. If you're in your 40s, you might want to have 40% of your portfolio in bonds and 60% in stocks. So you just take 100, you subtract your age, and that's how much you should have in stocks and then the rest in bonds, if that makes sense. So we'll get into that in a little bit. So those are the five ETFs for your starter portfolio. And now we'll take a look at the chart, the pie chart here. So we got VOO, large cap, 35%. Why? Well, large cap companies, like I said before, are very stable companies. They're blue chip companies. They're established. You got Apple, Tesla, Microsoft, Facebook, Google, you know, Johnson & Johnson. So you're going to want to have more of your money into companies that are more stable and respected and uh, well-known and companies you can trust, right? So that's why typically when you're starting out or pretty much any investor in general, you want to have more money in the more established companies to protect yourself, right? Now, VO is your mid-cap companies. These are companies like Twitter, right, Roku, Good companies, little more risk. So that's going to be less of your portfolio. And then now you have your small cap, VB. Now these are companies that are a lot more risky and more volatile. So this is going to be a lower percentage of your portfolio, around 10%. Then you have international. Now international stocks have that around 20%. The financial experts out there everywhere I'm reading, it says you should have anywhere from 15 to 30% of your portfolio in international stocks. It's a good rule of thumb to protect yourself in case there's a, a crash in the U.S. economy. So, And obviously, like I said earlier, international stocks are going to be a little less because they don't perform as well as U.S. stocks historically. And then finally, you have your bonds. Now I have this set at 20%. This portfolio represents a pretty a moderate moderate to moderately aggressive portfolio. You could use this as a guide to start out and then you can adjust based on your own risk tolerance and goals. So if you're someone that doesn't have an appetite for risk, you may want to bump this up to 30-40% of bonds and then also bump up VOO to 40% and then cut down on those mid cap and small cap ETFs. So if you want a more conservative uh, portfolio, cut down on your mid cap and small cap percentages and add to your bonds and add to your large cap. If you're someone that wants a more aggressive portfolio, maybe you'll want to cut down on your bonds to a lower percentage and add a little bit more of those mid-cap companies and a little bit more of the small-cap companies. So, like I said earlier, the more risk, the more potential reward. But this is a good, um, this is a good pie chart and a starter portfolio to guide you to your goals. So, hopefully this helped. If you have any other questions, 
please feel free to let me know in the comments and I'll try to help everyone out. And like I said earlier, if this is confusing to you, you could cut this down from five to three. You could take out VOO, VO, and VB, and you can replace those three with VTI. VTI is Vanguard's total international, or I'm sorry, total US stock market. So that means VTI will have large cap, mid cap, and small cap all in one fund, so you won't need to adjust any, per, any percentages, and you could just invest in the VTI. So some of the downsides of this are uh, if you want to be more aggressive, you can't really adjust the percentages in VTI. They're already a set. If you want to be more conservative, you can't really adjust the percentages in VTI. They're already set. So that's something to take into consideration. Now, this portfolio is more of a foundation. So you can, you can build on this. You can buy some individual stocks that you may want to add to this. You can buy some sector-specific ETFs. If you want to buy some tech ETFs, there's cannabis ETFs. I know that's popular. You have EV ETFs. You can add any different sector-specific ETF that you may want and just build around the base of this portfolio. So hopefully that helps everybody understand how to build a, a portfolio and the fundamentals of a portfolio and what one would look like for someone that's brand new and just starting out. This is a great place to start. And like I said, I'm not recommending any of these specific ETFs. I'm just using these to give you an example of ones that I like. And these are also some of the more popular ones out there. There's so many different mid-cap and small-cap ETFs out there to choose from. I mean, the possibilities are endless. You just have to do your own research and decide which ones you like best. So I will be putting out more videos with um, portfolios tailored around aggressive investing and portfolios tailored around dividend investing. So uh, stay tuned. Those will be out in the coming weeks. But like I said, please subscribe. And also... Use my links. Uh, I have a link for public for investing in fractional shares of ETFs and stocks. Some brokerages don't allow fractional shares. So that's one good supplemental app you can add. And also for Acorns, make investing easy. It's just auto-investing into pre-built portfolios. And I also have a link for Coinbase if you want to get into investing into crypto or maybe you want to get on the uh, the Bitcoin train. <laughs> I know Bitcoin's popular right now. It's blowing up and a lot of people are into that. So that might be something you want to do. You can use my link to Coinbase. Um, and uh, thanks for watching once again. And I appreciate all the support. Take care.